So I got a funny story for something that happened this morning at about 5.45 in the morning. 5.45 in the morning? Yeah. So I wake up at about 4.50, 5 a.m. every morning to go to the gym because I can't work out at night because it's too crowded or whatever, right? Yeah. So my co-worker, uh, Julio. Do you do you go to like a 24-hour fitness or something like that? or? Yeah. Uh, crunch Fitness over here in Edinburgh. But it's, it's 24 hours? Yeah. Yeah, you have to go early because if you go too late at night, it's just you and like a nutcase wearing a Spider-Man costume. And like it's <laughs> <laughs> there, I, okay, yeah. if you if you want if you want another a real quick side story, there actually was a dude the there the other day that was wearing um that Saiyan gear from uh from my hero academia. He was wearing uh, oh yeah, gear. oh yeah, that's plus ultra, man. Plus ultra. I mean, he wasn't you know what? Whatever makes him happy, just lift, yeah. lift, and whatever makes you happy. If it was a Goku one, you would have like you would have given him a high five. Don't don't fucking like lie to I, the to the listeners. Actually, I was wearing a Goku shirt when I was working out this morning. When I got okay, so here's what happened this morning. Tell me the story. <laughs> okay, so I go to the gym right, and yeah. my coworker uh, Julio recommends me to try a new exercise for my back because the motherfucker is swole. I'm like, hey, yeah. your back. I want my back to be like your back. How do I get that back? So he recommends this one exercise where it's weird. You're like uh, horizontal and you have to hook your feet in this thing. And then you can like arch your back up and down. Like It works out your lower back, right? Okay. So I haven't used one of these in years. Not since I was probably in high school. I'm like, oh, you know what? I never thought it was a good workout, but I'll give it a shot. So I lean over the bars to set my feet and I miscalculated how far forward I was. So I fully rotated over the machine. Basically, I completely did a front flip over the machine and landed on my back. And my back hit the pipe of the machine that, like, holds it to the floor. So I, like, bounce off that fucking pipe. And I'm on my side. I'm just like, ah, ah. And I can't walk. And I look around. And no one's, like, walking towards me. Like, either no one saw it or no one no one acknowledged it. <laughs> and I know there was a loud thud because I had my headphones on and I fucking heard it. <laughs> i'm like look if my headphones on full blast don't like muffle the sound nothing does so i'm on the floor <laughs> for like 30 seconds i'm just like all right all right i can feel my toes nothing's broken <laughs> and then i i'm like i'm seriously debating like should i call out of work and i'm like oh wait i can stand I, i'm gonna go to work because <laughs> i'm off i'm off tomorrow and it's like oh, i'm either off today or i'm off tomorrow <laughs> off tomorrow <laughs> oh my god so and Damn. i can't even sit i'm sitting right now and this chair this fluffy chair hurts and that's because i have a pillow this is what the post-college experience looks like kids <laughs> one day your body just like stops responding <laughs> and everyone and- anyone who ever told you exercise so you can be more more flexible and fit no it's just harder or do exercises that don't require you to like be horizontal and hanging by your feet see um <laughs> this is why this is why I, I i just exercise like inside of my room like I, this is why i don't leave this is why i haven't gotten covid yet like i just i just stay inside like you see these guns you see this you see this you see this ring ring fit adventure for the nintendo switch just every day <laughs> sessions of like 20 to 35 minutes there you go boom that's it boom boom <laughs> all right oh, that. so yeah so that was my morning how was your morning 
Nothing. I just woke up like a normal person. I woke up at 7.30 like a normal person to go into work at 8. And, and then I just got off at 6, like like a normal person. You're a bastard. And uh, I decided to skip workout today because it was a long day and I deserve a break. So I just, you know, got off work and I watched a couple episodes of the anime I've been watching. And, and my back is fine. So <laughs> guess who had the best day? <laughs> You know, it's funny. I also I tried laying down. Nope, can't do that either. <laughs> Just going to like, like, like sleep like on your like this like the entire day. God. Damn. You know what okay. I'm? You know what I'm? Oh, one last funny bit. I hit it so hard, I felt it in my knee for like four hours afterwards. I didn't hit my knee. I hit my back, and somehow I felt the nerves in my knee like straining. Like that's probably not. That's probably okay. I'm young. I'm. I'm gonna tell you something that 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 I've never told you. So you know how you're like older than me for like a few months. Yeah. I see you as like the test drive of like where <laughs> I'm going. So like, if you call me and you tell me, "Yo, my knees are fucked up," I'm like, "Oh, it's coming." The few months. <laughs> Thank you for welcoming us into your headphones. My name is Chema. And I'm nobody. That you are. And reviewing <laughs> nobody. Reviewing and Eddie. This, and this is the rollback. Is the rollback. <laughs> nobody. 2021. Never underestimated nobody. Hutch Mansell, a suburban dad, overlooked husband, a nothing neighbor, a nobody. When two thieves break into his home one night, Hutch's unknown lung simmering rage is ignited and propels him on a brutal path that will uncover dark secrets he thought he left behind. So, Eddie, this is a new movie that came out this year. It was directed by Ilya Neuschler, who also directed Hardcore Henry, and it stars... Uh, the man that we all love and we thought we almost lost this year, Bob Odenkirk, as this. Um, how? What is the best way to describe this movie? Um, Suburban Dad? I saw this movie and when it ended, the only thought that crossed to my head is, oh, it's cool. 45-year-old white parents are, finally have their Black Panther. <laughs> Wasn't John okay? I guess John Wick was not their Black Panther. <laughs> um, but no, so so this movie, so nobody. Uh, what was your initial first impression? Because it like I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Jimmy suggested it last week, but you had never heard of it. I saw the poster. I remember seeing the poster and and knowing that it existed, but I had no idea. I didn't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. And I start and I, then you and Jimmy told me that it's got like kind of the, like this John Wick ish vibes. And it's not John Wickish vibes. It's just John Wickick. <laughs> which, is um, fun, which is actually funny because uh, I believe, I want to say like one of the producers. I want Bleach. To yeah, they, yeah they, David Leach. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he worked on John Wick and whatnot. So, I mean, it's not really that surprising that it has such a John Wick vibe. Same um, director. Yeah. I mean, I mean same, like he produced this, but... Uh, um. If, if we can just jump into it, I thought this movie was uh, pretty meh. 
Really? Average. You didn't think it was, it was fun? No. <laughs> really? Okay, uh, explain. Sorry. Explain. I really enjoyed this movie. No, explain. No, this is good. This is good. We have two very different uh, outlooks on this film. This doesn't <laughs> happen very often, so it's yeah. gonna be fine. What what didn't you like about it? I thought like I've I've seen this before. And not even in a, in a, oh, great, another one. It was like a, oh, another one. Like, <laughs> like, it, look, this might be a controversial statement, but screw it, it's my show. I can, I can, I can do it. Um, let me tell you a story. When I first got into the U.S. Mm-hmm. As, a, as, a, as an 18-year-old freshman and coming into college, I, I, I was in my uh orientation yeah mm-hmm. i was in orientation and they got they got all of us that were there in the orientation they, they got all of us into this room and they put they put us in groups of three and they told us hey uh you and these two people you've never met you've never talked before but right now you're going to say three things about you or, or like you're going to describe yourself in three in three different like th- ways and every time that you that you bump into each other in campus you're going to say hi and you're you'll now have a friend and i was like cool i don't know anyone here so they bumped they they lumped me together with this with this guy and this girl and uh, the guy described himself i described myself and then this girl described herself and she said oh i'm a military girlfriend and i went you're fucking with me right like <laughs> like that's that's not a thing and it didn't hit me until right then. That's where I discovered y'all have a thing with y'all's like army. We don't. Okay. Uh, the love that y'all have for your army. I mean, I, 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 I'm not insulting. I'm not anything, but it's very different. Okay. Mm-hmm. If someone in Mexico walked into a bar and was like, I, 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 I joined the Mexican army. We would all laugh at him. <laughs> That's a stupid ass decision. Why? Because <laughs> it, it's not the same. Okay, like it's it's a nothing job. Like it's nothing. Have you ever heard? Oh, Mexico went to war recently. No, hurts. Because we don't. So there's no that they're not considered heroes here. Is what, is what I'm trying to say. So when I heard this girl say, like very proudly, "I'm a military girlfriend," I went, "That's not a thing." And then I discovered that that is a thing, that like that's that, that that's like a thing. And um, again, I'm not insulting. I'm just like it was culture shock. Mm-hmm. And then this movie starts, and I'm like, okay, what's the what's the gist? What's the pull? And then they go like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he used to be in the military. His dad used to be in the military. I'm like, oh, it's one of those movies. So excuse me if I don't have the same patriotism as y'all have for for your. I'm frozen again, right? Yes. <laughs> Folks, we're experiencing so very me. minor technical difficulties for, for our podcast. Yeah. We can't see each other for this podcast yeah. that you hear. Okay. Is it good? Is it better? It's good. I'll text you if it, okay. if it happens. Okay. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. So, excuse me if I don't have the same patriotic love for you for, for y'all's armed forces. But And because of this, I don't have a big attachment to like soldier movies or to like veteran stories. Again, not an insult. It's just I don't have the same like connection or like patriotism or whatever. Yeah. So that part already has me like, uh, I'm meh. not attached. I'm not, yeah, I'm meh towards this. And then um, 
the action scenes, there were some cool action scenes, not going to lie, but I kind of got excited 20 minutes in when I realized that the movie is just like an hour and 30. Because I'm like, okay, this this won't last too long. Um, Really? I can't believe this, man. So, okay. Yeah. I, I, I want to talk about some positives real quick. You didn't think the opening yeah. scene was kind of funny? Just the fact that, you know, he busts out cigarettes, starts smoking, undoes the little tuna thing, and then here's the little kid. Oh, yeah, the cat thing. comes out? Yeah, that, that, that was gold. <laughs> <laughs> that was gold. But, um, and, of course, the ending as well. But, I don't know, other than that, I don't know, the movie starts, and, like, this, this director is painting this, like, very ugly, very depressing picture of like white suburban American dad. Because it is depressing. It is depressing. Because it is. And, like the fucking routine yeah. breaks you. Like I get it now. Like <laughs> trust me, working with a bunch of depressed middle-aged white dads, I'm like, man, like life fucked y'all up. <laughs> like I'm going to be all in like 15 years. Ugh. You guys are yeah, not painting yeah. a very pretty picture. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of different for me. Like, like I said, so when I see that, I don't see. I'm not. Uh, I'm not engaged. I'm depressed. <laughs> and you know me. I like me. I like me depressed cinema. But this, this was a. But I like you know heartbreaking, like sad shit. I don't like. Uh, am I frozen again? No, no, no. You're good. Okay, okay. I don't like too real. This was too real, and you know. <laughs> Because you know, it was too yeah, depressing. Because you know, you you and I are on different like paths of life. You know, you're married and I'm not. So to me, I still see like, oh, you know, maybe one day I'll get married and I'll be really happy. And I don't like seeing a guy who's married with kids like depressed. Like it's not. But I it's feel not like, the most fun thing in the world. Yeah. But I feel like that's part of. Oh, and to be fair, you're right. It is a part of yeah. like. Uh, it, it's not really as relatable, but. Yeah. Uh, I think, God, I've seen so many people in, oh man, it's going to sound really mean. Loveless marriages. Oh <laughs> I've my seen, God. I know, it's fucked up. But yeah. like, the more like, the older of the people that you hang out with or that you see, the more you see the wreckage, like, of like, man, y'all really got done did dirty, huh? Like, <laughs> Like, it, the monotony breaks these poor people, these poor bastards. Again, I work alongside a bunch of them, and I'm just like, God, life is going to suck by the time I'm y'all's age, huh? <laughs> Yo, really looking forward to that barbecue this week, Todd. Is that is that really all you have to look forward to is that barbecue? And then <laughs> imagine hearing that about that fucking barbecue yeah. coming up this weekend, that next month, every fucking week. I shit you not. It's not even a special occasion anymore. It's like we're barbecuing this week. Oh, really? Really, Dave? Like you did the past two fucking months? Like that's special? <laughs> Fuck you and your ribs. They're overcooked and they're dry. <laughs> sorry. I, I'm letting some shit out right now. I'm sorry. This is this is no longer a review of nobody. This is just a review of like suburban middle-aged white America. Like <laughs> <laughs> we're like this close to just like trashing this entire episode because it's gonna get it's gonna it's gonna turn some heads. Um, no, this is so, the best episode. <laughs> so, all right, so, let's, let's focus on the movie, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I if you you want a positive? I love Bob Odenkirk. Okay, he's uh, he's the fucking man. Okay, we love the guy. We've loved him since uh, since Breaking Bad. Yeah, 
and 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 also um he was in a did you ever saw the new version of uh, of little women no okay so he's the dad <laughs> yes and w nobody knew because it wasn't like in the trailers or anything because he's not he's not in it very long but throughout the entire like first half of little women it's just all these it's just these girls and the mom just, just like oh hope father is okay i hope father makes it back from the war i hope father's okay and then he's and then it's christmas and he shows up and he's like oh my little women you're all here and everyone is like cheering and happy and hugging him and everyone in the audience was like bob odenkirk <laughs> soul like soul like <laughs> Are you telling me that you're the dad of in this of canonically Emma Watson, Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh, and the other girl? Like, because like we were all confused. Like everyone in the audience was like Bob Odenkirk, and then and then <laughs> and, and, and like we we were happy because it, it's a very joyous moment. But we were like Saul. Like, what the fuck? did you get a paycheck? Yeah. No, no, no. He's he's. And then, and then I saw I saw an interview with the director Greta Gerwig, and and they asked her like, "Why is Bob Odenkirk the dad?" And then she went, "Wouldn't you be so happy if he was your dad?" And we all went, "Oh, yeah, we get it. That makes sense. That makes a lot more sense now." Yeah, no, no, like it, it seems very out of place, but it weirdly works. Like it was a very wholesome moment, and he's very good in it. So when I see him, I think Saul, and I think the dad from Little Women, and that's a very good balance to have. Um, so I like him. He plays this uh, this character very well, and you know he's believable, uh, which is good. But yeah, okay. Let me ask you this real quick. Um, so you, uh, you you like his goal, his character. You like how he plays it. You yeah. you didn't even like at least the soundtrack of it. Like how like every song is kind of just perfect. Like they're not really. In Suicide Squad, I can criticize it now. In the first Suicide yeah. Squad. Like there were like four or five different songs in like the first five minutes. Like every minute yeah. you got a new song. Uh, in this one, I feel like they use them very sparingly, but it's pretty good. Like, what what would you think? Um, I think it's fine, but nothing really to write home about. In, in fact, I saw I read like a couple of like IMDb like trivia, and I and I saw a couple of interviews because I I, I like getting into the headset of of the of the people that were making the movie when I'm reviewing it. And uh, I saw that the scene in the bus when he's about to to get into a fight with the with the guys at the bus, uh, there's like a swing uh, jazz song playing. And originally they were gonna play Ave Maria in that scene because he was supposed to because this this gang was supposed to be like a blessing to him to let him you know get back into this life. And then they just changed it to uh, a, a jazz swing number. Mm -hmm. um so i don't know after reading that and you mentioning the music i mean look a good soundtrack can survive a bad movie but a bounce a bad soundtrack cannot survive a bad movie and i think this movie is i'm sorry it's, just, it's like i tried i tried to get into it some of the action scenes were cool the scene at the end with christopher lloyd throwing like shooting fucking bazookas that i thought was great okay i will take that to my grave uh that i see that scene I, I thought was cool but i was just not engaged um, really I, I was like i i don't remember the last time that i was watching a movie and i was checking my phone throughout and I was, I was, 
I tried. I really tried, but I feel like the things that are interesting about this movie, I've seen it in better movies, and I don't think this one stood out that much. Like I think it's it's trying to ride the the, the John Wick wave, and I don't think it's I don't think I'm gonna remember it in a couple months. You know. You know what's funny? I actually think so. You're right. There are a lot of movies that are trying to ride the John Wick wave, which, you know, yeah. fair goddamn enough, there are. I mean, fucking, if you see a winning formula, steal it. Like, take it. Sure. Like, how, how many movies ripped off Taken? Like, uh, you know. Ooh, oh, a crap ton. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think this movie, it differentiates, it, it does a good enough job to differentiate itself from the John Wick series to where I feel like it can stand on its own. Like, it's it's a it's actually a good comedy like there are some really funny bits in this um what's it called uh, there's some dark humor there's some like little gags that happen and whatnot um and yeah i think it differentiates itself enough from it to where it's like oh this is actually i really like this um you mentioned uh, one a particular scene i really want to men- i really want to talk about the bus fight which is fucking brutal and i love that scene i love that fight scene because not only is it brutal but it's so realistic because like there's there's a scene where uh you know uh hutch is turned around he's being the show one guy and then he gets like hit in the back and he goes down and he's bleeding and he's like getting grimy and fighting with these guys and it's like yeah when the fuck do you see like the rock get hit from behind or how often do you see like jason Statham like trip and fall like yeah. not that he's uncoordinated but like he's uncoordinated as fuck you know what i mean it's messy and it's it's ugly and it's it's fucking brutal too but like all that combined to me made a great fight scene like it wasn't crisp like fucking here's a fun piece of trivia for you uh during the fight scene there's a there's one shot where he hits his head on a pole and that wasn't supposed to happen but he hit his head on the pole and he kept going and they kept filming for as long as they could you know all the rest of the scene Mm -hmm. and they kept that shot in and he told him you need to keep that shot because that's authentic i can remember watching outtakes of uh, the born identity with Matt Damon and he's going into a fight scene and he hits his head like his own busts him in the nose and he falls backwards but instead of going like he gets him the nose he's like ah cut cut like you know like mm-hmm. it didn't go perfectly I get it movies some movies have like perfect choreography or whatnot I love the fact that this movie the I'm part of their choreography I guess it was messy and I love that I loved how uh their take on the whole you know john wick stuff um but it wasn't crisp it was ugly that i really enjoyed i enjoyed the fight scene in the bus the fight scene in the house the fight scene in the warehouse that you mentioned which like man there's not been okay so i actually have a thing for this that warehouse scene not since batman versus superman donald justice has a warehouse fight been so destructive and brutal (laughs) yeah um See, the action scenes are fine. Like, it, I have nothing against the action scenes. I have nothing against Bobone Cook. The one thing that I really, really like was that uh, he seems like he's always about to, like, be set off. And the thing that sets him off is when his daughter says, like, I can't find my kitty bracelet. And he goes, God damn it. And he just, like, stands up and like, leaves. Like, <laughs> that's the thing that breaks him. Like, that's, that's like... I was like, no, you went too far. Like, you don't fuck with the little girl's kitty cat bracelet, man. Okay, John Wick got set off by a puppy. Yeah, yeah. This one, I okay. You know, you you're gonna take that formula, you're gonna repurpose it for like this family man. Okay, fine. Like, it's it's good. I mean, 
like I said, uh, white suburban da- middle-aged dads need to have like their 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 escape fantasy. I mean, it's fine. It's serviceable. Am I frozen again? No. Okay. Um, yeah. So, but like I said, maybe I'm just, you know, like how we mentioned with Space Jam, maybe I'm just not the target audience for this. Um, maybe I will be in a, in a few months like you, but I don't know. Like, it's just... This is not like, this is not a movie for me. And it's okay. It doesn't have to. But uh, I don't know. Would I watch it again? I mean, maybe. Like, I, it wouldn't be my first suggestion if we're having like a movie night or something. Mm-hmm. It's just, I, I also, it, 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 it committed the same mistake that the, that movie uh, Escape Room did. You remember that movie Escape Room like, like a couple of years ago? Yeah. Um, it tried really hard to be like this saw type of type of movie. And then it, the last like 20, 25 minutes, it's, it's just setting up sequels. And I feel like that's the same thing that this movie is doing. Mm-hmm. Like it tries to be this other movie and then it just tries to set up sequels at the end. And I don't want it to set up sequels. I want it to just be good by itself. Mm-hmm. And by the end, it just feels like that's that's the only thing it, it cares about. I, I saw that the, the actress who played the wife, Connie Nielsen, I saw that she the only reason why she signed into this movie, because it's a, it's a thankless job. Like, it's a nothing role what she's doing as a wife, just that she only signed in because she wanted to be part of a franchise. And, like, I don't feel like really? this is going to be a franchise, man. I yeah. mean, <clears throat> so the, the writer actually has already started working on the script for a sequel, even though it hasn't been greenlit by the studio. It actually yeah. made a pretty decent profit. It made over three times its budget. Um, yeah, this this feels like a movie that you know, low budget, but that uses that used everything to its advantage. I will I, mean, I, I will say that. Yeah, I think it subscribes to the John Wick school of like, okay, let's low budget maximum. Like, what? How much fun can we have with this? Um, in addition to that, though, uh, th- there is something else I do want to talk about. So, the whole thought for this script initially came from uh, Bob Oaken, Odenkirk, Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk. I'm going to call him Saul because I can't pronounce that like, <laughs> 10 times. So Saul, they actually broke into his house once. Yeah. Um, and he did the, the logical approach, which is a like fucking call the police. Don't do anything if you don't have to. Like, you know, kept his family upstairs. But he talked about the lingering effects of it and what it does to you. Because you think to yourself, you know, what would I have done if I had to do something and things like that. And so that was kind of the, the germ for what would become, you know, this film. It. You know, they were playing around with this thought, well, what if he did this or what if he had this kind of training? And then we go from there. There's actually uh, the director and the producers, which normally, you know, who gives a fuck what they say, but they're tied to the John Wick franchise. So yeah. their word is kind of, it matters a little bit. They said that apparently there is a real possibility that they could do a crossover. They were interested in a crossover, maybe even not even just a full on crossover, just maybe like a mention. Uh, there's actually an like Easter egg. Like he just walks into the continental and like walk and it's like this is not the restroom. He just like walks out. Yeah, like like they even said like it could be a cameo, but like imagine if we did like a full on crossover and they're interested in it. Um, yeah. And no, I mean, I I don't know. I really like this one just because it was so. I, I, I use this phrase too often now at this point. It's so low stakes, but yeah. I like it. It's so like. Uh, it's such a popcorn movie, but I enjoyed it. Uh, you know how much I like this movie? I actually, oh, wow, I shouldn't say that loud. I no, paid to watch this film. I actually spent money to watch this movie. Not through other means, not through a streaming service. I actually dished out the cash to buy this film because I liked it that much. And I never buy movies. I always either rent them or some other thing. 
but I never buy them, but I bought this one. That's high praise. Jesus. Um, I mean, good. <laughs> I mean, good. I mean, I've told you this before. If we disagree on a movie, I, I will always be happy that you like it. Always. But this is just, this is just not for me. Like it's not a, it's not for me. I think it's a, it's short. I'll tell you that. Like it's, it, it's a bite-sized movie. Fast. It's a bite-sized movie. You can really like watch it. Like just, if you're curious about it, I will always tell you, watch it and form your own opinion. But my opinion is um, not, not very entertaining. Um, watch it, then yeah. tweet at Chema about how wrong he is. At Chemarsa, I, I, I invite you to. Please <laughs> just don't do it on Fridays because on Fridays I just I, I just live tweet about Ted Lasso the entire day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't I don't have a lot to say about this one. I just thought it was just uh, an action movie coming right near the end of the summer. Um, it's there. <laughs> what can I tell you? Uh, so okay, well, um, were those your final thoughts, or what would you score this? What, what would you? Yeah, what would you score this movie? I would score this like a five out of ten. Like I that think it's, low. Wow. I think it's just I think it's just like a, a movie that exists. It's a movie that came out to fill out the slots. Like it's it's there. Uh Odin Kirk produced this. So you know he had a hand in in the writing and the producing and the, the figuring out of, of how everything goes and everything. And good for him. That, that's what I can say. You, you, I, I, I will say this. I am glad that Odin Kirk is still with us. He, he, he had a, 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 his heart collapsed a, a couple of weeks ago while, while he was shooting a Better Call Saul, and he's fine now. So good for him. I'm happy that he's still with us. I'm just waiting for like the next Better Call Saul season and not uh, the, the, next no, the, the next Nobody sequel. What if Brian Cranston appears in the sequel as the main villain? Would that pique your interest? I mean, I would watch it once. <laughs> Is that like a guarantee? Like, okay, I'm going to see this at least one more time. I mean, if they release a sequel, I might watch it, but I'm, I, w- I wouldn't be like counting the hours and counting the days like I was for like Suicide Squad, for example. What about John Wick 2? Or 3? Or 4, which hopefully will come out some fucking time this year. I mean, same thing. But probably like a little bit more excited. I'm sorry, man. This is just not my. This is just <laughs> not, not my kind of movie. Yeah. Not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. Not my shot of tequila. But uh, fair. Yeah, I mean, we all have our own opinion, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you you're dying to tell me, yeah, but you're just wrong. Like you're just dying to tell me. No, like I don't. So to me, this movie follows the, it follows the formula of John Wick, but it does something different with it with that I can enjoy. There were scenes yeah. in this movie that made me laugh. There were scenes that made me go, oh fuck, like brutal. Like it, it was just so much to it. Um simple story. I liked it. I liked how they just scratched the surface. Uh, because you know, there's a lot more to go through, there's a lot more story to tell. Uh, and they've said like they're very interested. They they made this movie. With the hopes that you know there is a franchise that they do have sequels that way they can explore more because they they're leaving it blank like the part with the gold bars where did he get those we got a story for that you know yeah. oh you know the the barber you know who is he well trust us we got a story for that too you know they want yeah. to expand on it you know it's the same thing with john wake the first one you know all you knew is the continental there's a bunch of assassins what's next 
and as the sequels went, they expanded more and more. And you found out about the high table and the one above all and mm-hmm. you know all that other stuff. They want to expand. So I'm hoping, you know, they'll have a sequel they'll expand. For me, this movie was B plus. I I probably will watch it again sometime before the end of the year's up. Okay. You think it's you think it's gonna crack your top ten of the year? Fuck. That's a hard one. Maybe. Because there's been a lot of good action movies this year. So we'll see. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's I can, one I can to tell go you, on. I can tell you what's not going to crack my top 10. Pig. Should I just wait? Should, uh, the, uh, God damn it. I was, <laughs> I was going for that. Okay. <laughs> Speaking okay. of pig, folks, be sure to listen to our uh, the other episode that premieres with this one. Two John Wick-esque movies. Uh, this was Nobody, but we're going to be covering Pig up next. Yay. Speaking of pigs. <laughs> Ooh. I don't get it. I don't have a joke. I don't have a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I I thought I I thought I could no, I can't. No, no, you, no, no. it's okay. It's okay. You're not you're gonna, come, you haven't drank it. I come from sketch comedy, man. I'm I, I, I come from like written and planned stuff and timing. I don't do improv. Like this is this is new to me. <laughs> Riffing is new for me. Um <laughs> we'll get you there. Don't worry, we'll get you there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you're listening to us via YouTube, please like, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. We're trying to grow the channel. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, go to therollback.net. I've been Chema. And I've been Eddie. And, and this, this was the rollback. Was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to, you know, be kind to your wife. She did marry you. It's not to you, Eddie. It's to the <laughs> general audience. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>